drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Touch, touch, touchdown, Detroit Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, coming off a very difficult game in Baltimore. We'll get to that here in a moment. But this guy comes on about once a once a month or so. Uh, he, he steals the show every time he comes on. Joey Christopoulos from the Believe Podcasting Network at Joey Sports Guy. Joey, how you doing today? Derek, man, a pleasure. Great to see you. Um, week four, Bears-Lions, man. I'm super excited about this. I'm more terrified about my team than I thought I would walking into this one, but I'm always happy to be on and, and cut it up with you, my friend. Joey, I'm going to get to have you on for a show on Friday. I got some Bears questions for you. But right here at this moment in time, I mean, I need you to be Dr. Christopoulos if you could because, I mean, I need to, like, I need some therapy, my man. I was at the game. I mean, I saw all these things happen. I mean, I just have issues right now. I need you to help me solve them. I need you to calm me down because what I saw, Lions, Ravens, I mean, I'm going out of my mind. I don't know what's going on here. Derek, 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 you sound you sound a little worked up. Why don't you lie down here on the couch and we're going to talk about it. I'm gonna put on I'm gonna put on some Motown, some Motown music. Okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going to uh, put up my, my poster of Cecil Fielder here for you. And why don't you just start talking about, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind when you think Lions, Ravens. Just go ahead, just Go ahead and just tell me what you're thinking. Okay. All right, doctor. Well, I I will lay down. But the first thing I want to talk about is this pass interference that happened early in this football game. Like, our player runs way down the field. He gets armbarred. He gets knocked out of bounds. He can't get to the football. There's no call. Do you think that's going to happen in Green Bay? No. But every time against the Lions, where is the yellow flag? I can't understand it. I mean, it's unbelievable. Happens all the time. It's got me going crazy. It's just like, I can't deal with this anymore. Like, it's obvious pass interference. Throw the flag. I mean, it's it's just crazy to me. And you think that's bad. Like, right after that, we punt the football. Our players run down, strip the Ravens player of the ball, g- recover the fumble, flip the field. We're inside the 10. And now the flag comes out. A flag for running out of bounds before you were touched. Are you kidding me? I mean, these guys want more camera time than the players, these zebras. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, how can I not get a flag on one, but then you call a ticky-tack like that when we actually turn the football over and we're probably going to score? I mean, tell me, doctor, what is going on with these referees? Well, Derek, um, uh, I can tell there's a little sense of frustration and I want to applaud you for your passion. Um, you did not use the words Marty Morningwig um, or Joey Harrington, which is good. We're in a good place right now. We're cathartically working through it right now. 
Um, you did not say the word delay of game, which I hope that you're not going to say. But why don't you just why don't you just keep going, Derek? Talk us through a little bit more about the game. What else did you see that maybe frustrated you? All right, Doc. I'm going to try to calm down here, as you said. I mean, you always give me good advice here when I come visit Mr. Christopoulos's uh, office here. I, I try not to visit, but this team is driving me crazy. But it's not even the team so much. It's not only the referees, the opponents, the crazy stuff that happens in the lines. But one other issue I had with this game, zero points in the first half. I mean, this is the National Football League. I can't get a field goal. I can't get a safety. I can't get a touchdown of some sort. I mean, I need points for my team to win. Zero isn't going to cut it, Jared Goff. Zero isn't going to cut it, DeAndre Swift. Hey, TJ Hawkinson, where are you at? <laughs> I mean, where are you? Hello? Like, did these guys even play? I don't even know. So here's the thing. So zero at halftime, and I'm like, all right. I mean, we're not going to win scoring zero. I know this much, doctor. But what I really know is that there was a there was something at halftime, and then we were going to honor Calvin Johnson. Like, oh, no. have... oh, oh, Derek, I know this is a sensitive spot for you. Remember, for this next part, just look at the Cecil Fielder poster. Look at the Cecil Fielder. Look at the Ben Wallace. Cecil Fielder, Ben Wallace. Cecil Fielder, Ben Wallace. Okay, go. Okay. Take a breath. I don't know why there's a Cecil Fielder poster. That's the sport we shall not speak of here on the show. Ben Wallace. Absolute legend. Fear the fro. I mean, yes, I will uh, would, uh, take a little bit of solace from seeing Big Ben there, who now is gray and and very wise he's just a tremendous individual so i'm gonna try to hall of famer Derek. he's a hall of famer i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to respect i'm gonna try to respect mr ben wallace here so at halftime they bring out this receiver named calvin johnson formerly number 81 for the detroit lions to give him a ceremony of sorts for his hall of fame ring to lift him up to Bridge the gap, let's say, to acknowledge this man as the great player that he was long ago. Um, I mean, he, he went in the Hall of Fame. They they pull out these banners. I mean, needless to say, at that point, before the ceremony got going, I had to go up to the restroom and visit the concession, so I did not see the ceremony. But what I did here is tremendous booing of the owner of the Detroit Lions, and people are going crazy about it. Oh, it's classless. That was disrespectful. I want to know, doctor, do you think that this was booing of the owner, or were they just getting the booze out early for number 81 who continues to complain about 1.6 million dollars that he did not get yet not acknowledging the 120 plus million he was given for the few catches the few touchdowns i mean yeah i had a couple good seasons i get it he was also hurt all the time he never practiced he never won us anything and he's been crying like a little you know what, <laughs> for a long time. Like, I think it was booing for 81, even if they were booing the owner, it's because we haven't won a damn thing in forever, and both of them are justified. So while I was getting chicken fingers or using the restroom, this ceremony, this fiasco went on when I'm trying to win a football game against the Ravens and see my team. Like, doctor, please talk me through this, because as you can see, I tried to be calm, but I'm a little bit hot at 81, especially because he's greedy and there's no reason to be talking bad about the team and it's 
and, and the owner hasn't done anything wrong. If anything, she's trying to turn this around, yet she's getting booed by some of you people. Come on now. Come on, man. Well, well Derek, I, I have to give you a lot of credit. First of all, you showed a lot of restraint by not using foul language. Um, <laughs> points for you. Second of all, Derek, let's just all give some credit out to Chicken Fingers. What a delicious meal. Drink it in. It's so good. I mean, Chicken Fingers, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I would eat that all Drink day long. Drink it in, so first of all, Excellent choice on your food there. Yeah. <laughs> excellent choice on your food there. Drink it in. Chicken Fingers. Fantastic. Now, look, Derek. People often will boo very rich people, and that probably extends itself also over to the owner as well. And could we also maybe say, I don't know, that it was a smattering of boos for both Calvin Johnson and the owner? Maybe we could just spread it all around. You know, Derek, sharing is caring. Maybe they were sharing the boos for both of them. You know, or maybe Rod Marinelli randomly walked onto the field into the middle of halftime, and maybe that caused the booze. There's a lot of reasons, Derek, but you showed great restraint and great calm, and we're all very proud of you. Look at Ben Wallace. Look at Ben Wallace. You're doing great. <laughs> Doctor, doing a great I, job. I, as I do when I come in the office, I, I have to, um, you know, you let me vent, you let me talk, you try to help me through some of these moments, and at times, I have to admit some of my shortcomings as well. Um, I must do that now. I did not have the chicken fingers. I would not pay $18 for four chicken fingers from a concession stand. And you know what I also wouldn't do, doctor? No offense, respectfully. I mean, the, the Chicago pizza. I mean, we've had this debate on the show. If that was at a concession, nobody's getting that, especially this week when we're playing the Chicago Bears. We'll get to that on Friday. But no, I didn't have the chicken fingers. That was a lie. It was anything I could do to get out of my seat to avoid the sham of a ceremony. So please forgive me for me... Uh, just uh, not being fully truthful here in this session. Well, Derek, um, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on the Chicago pizza, but, you know, Detroit style is cool. Um, anyways, ah, deep breath, <laughs> deep breath, ah, deep breath. Look at Doctor, my Ryan look at Sandberg poster. poster. Look at the poster. Look at my Ryan Sandberg. All right, we're bringing it back now. Derek, let's go to the conclusion of this game here. And let's really walk through what I think is maybe the root of all this anger. Am I right? Am I right? Tell us about the end of the game, Derek. All right. Well, doctor, I appreciate you getting to like the core of my issues and I'm trying to, you've been telling me to calm down and look at Mr. Wallace and do all this rigmarole that you've been telling me. I got like, a Steve Eiserman over here too. A Steve Eiserman is ready for you. Just in case, just in case. The captain, so much better than Cecil Fielder, as you brought up earlier. That that does calm me. But what, but what I really need to do, I think I need like a, a, a longer pause because I got some other beefs, some other things you need to help me work through here in the second half. But let me take a quick pause, take some breaths, maybe like just maybe I have to go outside of the room for a moment, if you don't mind. And when I come back, well, look, I want to get into Derek, all that other a, stuff. Derek, I need a lot of help. You have to poop. It's OK. You can take a poop. It's okay. fine, man. Yeah. Doc, you always know what I'm trying to get to before I even get to it. So everybody, let me take a quick break and calm myself down. We'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, doctor. I'm back. Let me Let me lay back down here on the chair because I have some more things you need to work my way through. So... As I said, we scored no points in the first half for the Detroit Lions, and that frustrated me to no end. In the second half, doctors, like everything you said every week came together. We scored every time. It was like I was getting all frustrated, and here we go. Everything turned to roses. Like you always say, just let it play out. Let it work through. Sure enough, my patience, my sense of virtue, my ability to, like you say, not let my language or myself get too out of whack... I mean, the Lions started to play beautifully on offense. It was amazing to watch. I mean, that they went three straight drives and scored points. And before I knew it, Doc, I looked up and like we're about ready to take the lead in this ball game. I mean, it was a, it was a great thing. I mean, it was trending in the right direction. And Derek, I'm so proud of you that you stuck to my mantra. What do I say? One, two, three quarters. Four quarters equals a dollar. A dollar a day keeps the Matt Millen away. And you stuck to that very well, and I'm very proud of you. Go on, though. Continue yes. to share. I actually have – I was wearing my rubber band, which I put that on to remind myself uh, of that great saying that you uh, instilled within me. So, yes, we. My, here, here's the thing. So my team's playing great. I'm sitting there with a the great buddy. We're talking over this. We're about to take the lead in this ball game. The Lions are driving. I mean – they get down deep in territory. The clock is ticking, sir. We we are we need like eight yards to get a first down, which would which would end this ball game. I mean, all we need is eight yards. It's first down, mind you. 
So we're going, do we pass? Do we throw? What, what, what would you do? But before you answer that, what we said we'd do is be aggressive. Try to go get this first down. Throw the football. Run it up the, put your best running play. Maybe get it to DeAndre Swizzle, a guy that's been playing great all game. So I ask you, in this scenario, what, what would you do? Because that's what I was curious about. I was working it through myself, but I mean, what would you do in this scenario? Well, you know, I'm not a big sports head. Um, you know, I'm just a doctor counselor. So um, I'm a major advocate for points. I'm not a major advocate for, I don't know, Roy Williams. Um, I'm not a major advocate for, you know, I don't know, the entire Detroit Tigers roster right now. But I think it's important for me not to keep the focus on me. I want to keep the focus on you, Derek. So let me redirect. What would you have done? Doc, in these sessions, I'm so glad you asked because you know I cannot wait to tell you what I would do. Who cares what you would do anyway? I mean, what do you know? Um, Scratch that. You didn't hear that. Um, So here's the thing. We're talking this over. We're like, be aggressive. Go win this ball game. Don't give the ball back to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. What does my guy Dan Campbell do? What does the guy do who in the media said he was just tired of it? You've had enough of that Well, Dan Campbell, I have a little bit of a beef because what I'm tired of is you ran the ball three times, but you didn't just run the ball. You didn't run something creative. You didn't get aggressive. You didn't try to get to these sticks. You, You ran one yard in a cloud of dust and lost yards and went down and just... Yeah, you ate their timeouts. Congratulations. But you gave them a tremendous opportunity to have the football with a minute. And I, I think that's a big mistake, Doctor. I think that was a big-time mistake. I feel like that you could have went for the jugular instead. You played it conservative. I mean, okay, we all wanted the timeouts to go away. But it's just not good enough. So you kick a field goal. We're winning this ball game. The crowd's going crazy. The Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers are just in an uproar here in the stadium. The Baltimore Ravens come out. They have this guy, Doc. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's number eight, Lamar Jackson. He's an incredible running quarterback. He had thrown pretty well in this ball game as well. But my Detroit Lions, Doc, are giving this guy hell. We sack him. We knock him down. It's third and 12 with 35 seconds left. And Julian O'Quara, a prized third-round player in his second season, comes screaming up the middle and has a kill shot on this quarterback. And he completely misses. Lamar ducks. Then Lamar jukes eight guys and gets to the sideline and gets out of bounds. Stopping the clock. I couldn't believe it. I was like, if you sack him, it's basically over the clock run. Tick, 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 and it's over. And instead, you let him get away like Houdini. But that wasn't the worst, Doc. I mean, don't interrupt me right now. I know I'm getting off my my kumsa kumsa. I know I'm going crazy, but it gets worse. The next play after that, they're getting ready to hike the football. You only get X amount of seconds to hike the football. The clock struck zero, and then there was one beat, two. Two, three. I mean, I don't know how many seconds went off after this clock went down, but it seemed like an eternity in the stadium. There was no yellow flag, like I mentioned here in my opening comments when you sat me down on this uncomfortable couch. And and they let this play go. And and it was the next to last play of the game. They just threw it away. Next thing I know, they are running a kicker out for a 66-yard field goal. Doc, how long would that be if they would have went back five if it should have been a penalty? 
May I ask you? I you mean, do have a PhD. Is correct. It'd be 71 yards. As, as, I mean, you're not a sports guy, quote unquote, but it, it, does 71 yards sound like an amicable field goal in, the, in a game of football? I mean, I'm no, I'm no football wizard. I'm more of a pinball wizard, really, if we want to get into it. But no, that sounds like a, quite a distance, Derek. So this call has to be made, Doc. And then, so this guy trots out. I think it's 66 yards. It should be 71. We already went over that. There's no reason to retread back. 66. This guy kicks it. And again, I'm at the stadium, Doc. This ball is coming directly at me. Basically, right where my seats are. I'm watching it in flight. It's just going. This ball goes up, hits the crossbar, mind you, which is the lower part of the field goal, not the part where it usually hits and goes to the ground. This ball somehow uh-huh. hit that portion of the apparatus, but flipped a completely other direction and hit the net, signaling that it was good. There were zeros on the clock, which I guess now count, which moments ago, the zero did not matter. This game is over. My team loses. I mean, referees, just a ridiculous field goal. These things don't happen to anybody else, Doc, except me. Well, I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of anger. And first off, I just I would just like to say that you know what? My couch is comfortable. Okay? So, that was a little that was a little out of bounds by you Derek. You didn't have to bring the couch into it. I found it very comfy. I got it in IKEA. It was a great price. Anyways, you know, Derek, you know, sometimes in the life of love and sports and also life things happen that are unexpected. That are sometimes also heartbreaking, but but dare I say, Derek, if you look down the road, but keep looking further, further down the road, perhaps while the pain could be very, very intense now, could this perhaps occurrence also maybe help you get a higher draft pick one slot up further to get maybe the player and star that you deserve and that you want? I think Steve Eisenman agrees. Ben Wallace seems to be nodding his head, and Cecil Fielder is looking at those chicken fingers being like, mmm, me want some. So I think that maybe, you know, it does hurt now, but you know what? There's another week of football, correct? And then a week after, and a week after that. And that's what you need to look forward to. Doc, I don't know where to start right now. The IKEA couch, your hourly rate, or the fact that I knew you were going to try to Spin it! This is this is this is unfair. This continue- like, I I knew you were gonna say that. So here's the thing, that might fly with other fan bases. That might fly with some of your other clients, but not me. Like, let me run this down for you, Doc. When I say this always happens to me, this always happens. About it's, it's not a, a woe is me. It's truth. These are facts. Listen to this. Calvin Johnson process catch, 10-second runoff with Golden Tate, a non-review on a Schwartz flag that should have been reviewed because it was the wrong call, but because we wanted it reviewed, it couldn't get reviewed. Then they reviewed it later, and they changed the review to make it now reviewable. I mean, we got that going. Hold on, I'm not done. We've got the bat out of the back of the end zone that cost us a game in Seattle. We've got the hands to the face that wasn't a hands to the face. It was a hands to the shoulder pad. Oh, that was in Green Bay on Monday Night Football that cost us the game. And oh, you think it's just me, don't you? Does anybody remember the pass interference against Dallas in the playoff game that was complete? I mean... Doc, they threw a flag, which I just told you earlier, they never throw flags. They threw a flag, 
And in a playoff game, they picked it up and said, never mind. And it cost the Lions a playoff win, which we haven't had since 1957. I don't know if you've heard. Like, is that enough evidence to show you that, like, my life is just in shambles? This is just absolutely continuing to happen time after time after time. And every time I come in here and pay you gorbs of money to help me, you say, oh, calm down. It's going to be okay. It's this, is that. It's not. It's a consistent issue time and time in my life as a Detroit Lions fan and as a Kool-Aid drinker. Well, Derek, I'm looking <sighs> at my clock here and it looks like our time is up and additionally you are angrier than you were when you walked in here, which I think is usually a successful session. Oh boy, it was good to see you and you know, if you're worried about your hourly rate, oh, you should see what I charge Matt Nagy per hour. That guy's got some fucking problems. Doc, let, let, let me say one more thing. I, I'm really, I know I've yelled quite a bit on this show. I know I've had a lot of anger and venom. But let, let me end it this way. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm really not. I'm also not bitter. I'm damn sure not SOL, which here in Detroit stands for same old Lions uh, fan. I'm not that. I'm definitely not. With that being said, though, I want to end it with this. I guess my beef isn't with this game or you, Dr. Christopoulos. It's with the NFL. The NFL does not care about my lines. <laughs> we never get calls. We never get respect. And it will never change until the Detroit Lions win at a high level. Then they will be treated like the other privileged franchises in the NFL. Like the Steelers. Like the Patriots. Like the Cowboys, and dare I say, like the Chicago Bears. <laughs> so I just, I just want to end it with that, Doctor. That one day I will come in here with that respect. We will have those wins, and it'll be a very good session. But that day's not today. I appreciate what you did somewhat, and letting me vent. And now I'm going to move on to the Friday Kool Aid Cast, where I'm going to have you on, and we're going to talk. Bears and Lions. So, Dr. Christopoulos, thank you so much for helping me through my Lions frustration and fandom here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. I appreciate you being so open with me, Derek, and I also appreciate your money. <laughs> well, everybody, speaking of that, you've got to go check out all the incredible ventures that Joey is in. I mean, he was recently in a Burger King commercial. You can check him out as the Chicken guy. He's doing... I mean, this guy's on radio. He's doing X Serious XM hits. He's got articles on uh, all types of platforms. He's got Believe in Chicago, which you got to check out. He's gracious enough to come on here once a month. I mean, this guy does it all. Joey, did, did I do you justice? I mean, I'm trying to get your plugs in because I want you to come back for the Friday where I got quite a few questions about your Bears, and we're going to go straight up football talk on the Friday show. Uh, excited for me to have my own personal meltdown on that Friday cast. So make sure you come back and check out for that one. And yeah, man, you did great um, at uh, at Joey Sports Guy Instagram and Twitter to follow me. Bet on Chicago, believe in Bears are the two ho the shows that I host for the Blue Network. And yeah, dude, let's take it to a Friday, man. Excited to see you then. There we go, everybody. 
I'm glad I got that off my chest. I hope you enjoyed it. Try to do a little bit of a different entertaining show for you. Put that Ravens loss behind us. They played good football. They came out on the short end as we have before, but it's not OSOL. It's on to the Bears here trying on Chicago on Sunday to uh, try to get a victory. Everybody will catch you this Friday right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in, man. Drink it in, man.